0: hello hello
1: welcome back to progress over perfection i'm russell fugit so excited for you to be with us on this episode today we are going to talk about the power of letting go it's 2022 we letting bamas go (laughs) but in all seriousness you gotta let go to make room relationships, the new things that God has for you. And that can be hard, whether it's family, whether it's friends, we all experience broken relationships. There was recently a news report, I think, uh, out of C on CBS that talked about, um, estrangement in families It's not uncommon. Even I think half of families experience that. And so it can be challenging, um, when you have you know, relatives that you're not in contact with or are not in proximity with, for whatever reason, that can be a life change, a seasonal change with, can in fact have been a breaking of the relationship for, for some, uh, a reason. And so we're going to unpack a little bit of that uh, today. And again, you know, the power of letting go. There is power in being able to let go, to forgive, and then to make room to receive um, when God is doing a new thing in your life. So enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to Progress Over Perfection. Hey, Bird. Welcome back.
0: Hey, welcome back, fam. We miss you guys.
1: Yes, we did. We did. We did. So today we're talking about the power of letting go. And I know this is not going to be a masterclass, so to speak, but mm-hmm. um, I know we've been very prayerful. You have in particular I about have. This, this subject and um, had to live this out in recent years and, and these different seasons of life, all of us have to live out some form of, of letting go of people um, and moving on and relationships change seasons change for various reasons. Um, so I know, you know, you have some thoughts, obviously we're here in this space. And so, um, how, how do you begin? How have you begun this process when, when it comes to, to letting go?
0: So I wanted to, um, share personally about how letting go of some relationships have brought me healing and clarity and freedom from the chains of those relationships. And just as you were opening, I was thinking, yeah, this is relevant to the last couple of years for us and some things that we've been through, but like I'm twice divorced. I mean, there's no more letting go than letting go of the the relationship. It's a part of life. It's a part of of life. life. And like, so not definitely not again, not a master class, but I've had some, some difficult challenges, um, you know, in relationship and marriage. And I've been through some things and I take responsibility for that. I think I haven't picked some of the best people and we're going to dig into that. But um, so, how do you let go of somebody you care about? So, let's start there because um, I listed out a couple different things and I think that's a, a really good place to start. So, for me, I decide whether the relationship is worth it. Uh, and the one question that I kind of ask myself is, is this relationship bearing the fruit of the spirit? And guys, this was not a question I asked back in the day. Let me tell you at, at all. Like, oh, you want to be my friend? Great. Let's be friends. Hi, friend. You know, kind of a thing. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, uh-uh, not, not in middle to, school anymore? No, no. no, no not no. doing that anymore. Oh, okay, yeah. So like now I, I kind of sit back and think like, hmm. So is go tell us Russ about the fruits of the spirit. What are the fruits of the spirit to give people an idea of how to think in their mind relationships in their life and ask yourself, are your relationships providing these?
1: Right. So um, you know, of course you want to have these manifest in your in your own life. And I mm-hmm. certainly believe, you know, what you you know, what you have within yourself, you'll attract. Sure. Right? Of you'll, like attracts like. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, misery likes company, so don't be miserable, right? So <laughs> um, so kindness, generosity, joy, charity, self-control, faithfulness, gentleness, goodness, peace, patience, humility and righteousness.
0: Wow. That's a lot. It's a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot. That seems yeah. overwhelming like oh god I got to be all those things all the time in a friendship. Well,
1: they, you know obviously there's overlap. Yes,
0: and there and, is. and I mm-hmm. certainly
1: focus on, you know, the kindness, generosity, joy, self-control, you know, peace and patience, right? Yeah. Um, but obviously, humility, goodness, gentleness, right? Uh, I think one of the best sayings my mother always told me was, "Nothing's as, as strong." I think this is in the Bible as as uh, gentleness, right? Yes. Um, and there, there's strength in that. There's mm-hmm. strength in self-control. Yes. Right. Um, so obviously, sometimes we think of sh- strength in a uh, in a violent sense or in a very forceful sense, mm-hmm. but there's also tremendous strength. In gentleness and in kindness and patience, right, and in self-control. And so, how do you reflect those things and in in those uh, fruit, right? And when fruit falls to the ground, it, 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 you know, there's seeds in fruit, and you plant seeds, and it spawns more fruit, right? So it's it's a it's a replicating thing that you know to have these in your life, it 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 replicates when you have joy, joy begets more joy, right? Self-control begets more self-control, and it Mm -hmm. becomes a, a discipline in the way of life, and that's what. Uh, god would have for us right so how do you search out you know friends and maintain relationships that that you know bear this kind of fruit and then it replicates it? and we've seen some of that in
0: our life very recently yes um that maybe we'll talk about today mm-hmm. so i think for me thank you for for reading that i think for me like all of those can be a little overwhelming um i kind of break it down a little bit more simply in, in my mind like Sometimes I've had to step back and evaluate the relationship and, and just start with a couple, like, is this relationship fostering peace or joy in my life? You know, like, I have to check in with myself and be like, are you anxious before you go see this person? Are you, do you feel joy when you're around this person? Or are you frustrated? Or, you know, are you struggling when you're with that person? Um, Is there generosity in the relationship or is it just one-sided? And that's really hard too, because when you feel like you're constantly the giver, and I know no one should be keeping tabs on who does what in a relationship. It should be give and take, of course. Right. But when you're always the person reaching out, you're always the person, you know, showing generosity in the relationship. It it, it becomes hard. Um, another one is that I always evaluate is does this relationship have self control? And that looks to me in my mind, that looks like what does a no, relationship
1: foster self-control? Does it
0: foster self-control? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, do I trust that this person isn't going to go and gossip about everything that I've shared with them? Are they going to practice self-control with my business and my life and my marriage or whatever that I choose to share with them? Um, and so when I get to the point that I'm already asking these questions with that person or in my mind, when I'm sitting across, you know, lunch with somebody or a get together, Sometimes I feel like I already know the answer. Do you know what I mean, Russ? Like, Absolutely. if you're already asking yourself, you know, you know, something doesn't feel right in, in your spirit. So um, those are just some tangible things that I do. Um, so let's go to the next one. What is the next one? So the first one was decide whether the relationship is worth it.
1: Then if you have to, what, cut off contact? Cut off or, contact. You know. Fade to black? Yeah.
0: So <laughs> I will say, though, before fading to black or cutting off con- contact, I have found that it is nice to take a productive break um, and to express to the person that you are choosing to take a break. Um, I had to do this maybe six months ago um, with a, a girlfriend in my life. And, you know, I didn't want the friendship to end. I just needed to take a step back and take a little bit of a break. Um, as all of you know, I am in sobriety. And this was a friend who was, is, is, should be in sobriety, but I don't, I'm not sure if they are. I'm I'm not judging. I don't know. Um, But in this moment, six months ago, um, they continually came around me drunk um, and hiding drinks and hiding drinks in their purse and sneaking in the kitchen to take a quick drink. And, you know, I had to sit back and and evaluate like, Selah, if you were a diabetic, are you going to go to the donut shop and hang out every day? like this isn't good for you. Eventually you're going to go in the kitchen and sneak that drink. You're going to hide it in your purse. Like I couldn't continue to put myself around that just to protect my own sobriety. And so I asked for a break and said I wanted to take a break and you know that's when kind of people can kind of show you who they really are um and you know that relationship that person did and they lashed out and said a whole bunch of really horrible things that kind of made me realize okay okay god there i got it i get it i see it you know it didn't take long for that Productive break to become a real break because um, a lot of hurtful things were said. And then I apologized because she unleashed a lot of friendship things with me. And I apologized and, you know, said, I'm sorry that you've suffered me that long. You know, I I really am. If that's truly who she thought I was, I I take responsibility for that. And I I wouldn't want her to suffer me another day. So um, my grandmother would say, Don't grumble and stay, grumble and be on your way. Exactly. So (laughs) in that, I decided to grumble and be on my way. And I am okay with it. It is, it. it is okay.
1: And see, we were prepping for this, and I was like, this is a big difference between, I think, how, how women have relationships and men have relationships. Mm-hmm. Because for a guy, it's like, all right, I'm not, and I've been in the, I'm speaking, you know, I'm not going to go to the bar anymore with the guy that picks that gets drunk and picks fights. I don't want to be having to break up a fight or be in a fight, right? Or, you know, so, you know, or sometimes some guys, you know, are crazy. Fade to black, you know, I, I think for better or for worse, you know, perhaps men don't make the same level heart relationships a lot of times. And maybe this is more in, in, in my younger days, where it's just like, yeah, that dude invites me. I'm not rolling through no more. I'm, you know, a little too crazy, a little too. All the
0: change. But the thing is, um, that dude would probably yeah. not call you 511 times, talking about, no. hey, girl, you want to hang out? Hey, girl. Not hey, boy. Really. Not, hey, man. Not, I, mean,
1: I might get the like, invitation, but if I don't show up enough times, you're not going to
0: get the invitation. Women in don't like, me, right? like, they just keep it moving. And like, yeah, what's the next thing? So I got drunk and wasted and, and fought with everybody. OK, but when we doing this again? So I, I'm telling you, women sometimes are just, don't see it the same way. At least some right. of the ones I've run into. Um So when you are dealing with someone who has this, bad behavior, poor behavior, behavior you don't want to be around, beats people up at the club or the restaurant <laughs> or the bar or whatever. I feel like it's so important to be direct. It is so, so important to be direct because it takes away any room for confusion. You know, like for me, I want to take a break. I need to take a break based on X, Y, Z um, so that there's not you know, any type of confusion and guys, honestly, it's okay to outgrow friends and family. Would you agree, Russ?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I think that's a, a part of, of life and you know, even in the context of a marriage, no two people agree or see the world or experience the world the same way. Um, so just you know sometimes on the on the basis of life in the in changing seasons you out outgrow people people move ge- geography changes mm-hmm. um routines change you know proximity can change health can change so many things happen right so you know processing all these things of course in this context we're really discussing unhealthy relationships how do you really recognize when a relationship is is unhealthy and how do you proceed to to move forward uh, without that relationship mm-hmm. once you've made that um uh realization once you've come to that realization right so
0: Yeah, so how do you cut off contact? You don't have to respond. I mean, that's the first thing. People think that just because someone texts you or emails you that you necessarily have to respond or have to respond right away. Um, It is kind and nice if someone does to just say, thanks for the message. I'm praying on it, or I'll be in touch. You know, it is, I know you and I both get frustrated when people don't return emails. That's a little bit of a pet peeve of ours. Um, So, you know, if that is something you just at least say, acknowledge that the person. Um, I wouldn't force the relationship, um, a friendship or a relationship. You know, a lot of times relationships, as I spoke to earlier, um, can be one-sided. And that was definitely something that I have dealt with um, within a family relationship um, that has always kind of been one-sided. And um, while trying to work out some issues with this family member, I listed over the last year, you know, all of the times that we've gotten together and they were all initiated initiated by me. And it was only like two. Um, and every other invitation or reach out or how are you doing or what's going on was always me. And that, that gets exhausting for a while. Like, You finally feel like, you know, this person doesn't really care to check on me. So why do I keep reaching out to them? Why do I keep doing the inviting? So, you know, don't force it, even if it is family, um, because. Go where you're welcome, you know, not where you're tolerated. Um, So another way of like cutting off, how do you cut off contact is like, let's turn back to the Bible, like let your no be no and your yes be yes. And that's in Matthew 5, 37. Um, And I think that's really, really important. Once you make that choice to no longer have contact, stick to it. If you're willing to go back and forth, hoping you might get the outcome you're looking for, let me just tell you, you are completely wasting your time. Trust me. I did this recently. I emailed some family members, went back and forth. I sent a few emails. They sent one. You know, I it only upset me more. It only caused more problems. Um, and so I just had to realize that, you know, I'm expecting character and integrity from people that are just not capable of being honest with themselves or with me. And I can't force them to... Well, they're
1: capable. They choose not to. Or they you have to. You have to respect. You have yeah. to respect their choice, and 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 go forward, um, understanding their choice. And there's very there's often power in silence, and people feel like they always have to get the last word, and mm-hmm. that can be detrimental. And I, I know there's there's Bible uh, on this mm-hmm. um, in terms of always having to have the last word, and this and I've you know teach our children this power this, of life and death in the tongue. And So if you have nothing left to say and if someone else has nothing left to say ex- accept that right and if you don't have anything else to say bless bless folks say thank you and 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 keep it moving in life. you know there's so much more um that God has for us and in, indeed when you um you know put some relationships down inevitably um you know God can make room for new things and new relationships and new sure. new pursuits and and so um, but that can be hard, especially with with family but it, it's um it's often you no know, necessary, right yes. it, it happens.
0: So, I think for me once I realized that I can't change or control anyone into changing, it really takes a burden off of your shoulders. And I think mm-hmm. that's what it was for me. I finally just had to throw my hands up in the air and just say, "I can't control this in into making it better. I can't change this. I can't fix. Everybody has free will." And it just there's something freeing about realizing I've done my best. Yeah,
1: trying to change yourself is enough, right? Trying, yes. Trying to, right? Yes. Trying to change my children is enough. So other other adults, you know, yep. um, it, it's you know we can live and try to live a life that's an example and be and be available to those who are interested in that example. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's it's enough to try to to try to change ourselves and and uh, change our hearts um, and and help our children uh, become healthy uh, individuals as well. So you know, le- you know, leaning on healthy family uh, members and he- and safe uh, friends, um, you know, and of course for us, our church family has grown and been um, a great f- uh, foundation mm-hmm. for us of of healthy life giving relationships in this season, and that's really been um, a beautiful thing. Um, so you know, some people are you know, unfortunately, are your relatives, and some people are your family um and and some people are both (laughs) so um you know that that's you know that's how you know life is oftentimes and again seasons change geography changes things change and that doesn't necessarily mean it's good or bad it just is um and you know if you have two or three good friends in your life or in different seasons of your life you're really doing you know really good to have you know close relationship with anyone whether they are related to you by blood or not
0: true so for me, I think another thing that I'm really careful with is like who I choose to share what I'm going through. Um, and this has been a process, guys. I, I'm gonna full disclosure. I was not good at this before. I definitely struggled with um, knowing who was safe and who I could talk to and who I could share with. So one of the rules that I use now as I've gotten into such a healthier space um, for advice is does it feel welcomed in my spirit? Does it feel hard when I hear it? Is it like, a oh, wait, that, that doesn't feel well? Or is it, has God already prepared me? So one of the things that I'm finding is that when it is a God thing that someone is speaking to me, I've already heard this before. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Tell me more. Tell me more. Because I'm so excited. I like want to hear what God's put on their heart because it's, it's resonated with me. But there are times that it hasn't resonated with me and it doesn't. Um, pass the sniff test, if you will. So one of the things that I kind of use is, is this advice Bible? Does it go through the filter of the Bible? So in other words, I've heard in, in seasons of family dysfunction that you know we're dealing with is blood is thicker than water. That's not Bible. So no, that doesn't. I don't carry that. I I hear that person and I lay it right back down on the table because I want to pass things through the filter of is it Bible, and that's one of the things that's really helped me with different advice because a lot of people have a lot of advice, um, but it seems to be really working well for me that I can be like, hmm, do I accept this or not? Does it does this filter Bible? So um, yeah. So the next thing is. Trust the process. Mm-hmm. For
1: those of you who are basketball fans, you know, may know about the process.
0: Yeah, I don't know anything you're talking about. <laughs> I know nothing you speak of right now, sir. It's fine. Okay, you good. Just gotta trust you got to trust the process. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so sometimes the temptation to contact them will be so incredibly strong. Trust me, been there a million times. Um, stay firm. Remember Matthew 5, 37. Uh, um that let your yes be yes and your no be no. Um be open to healing and reconciliation in the process. Um but both parties have to be willing to be honest, accountable, and forgiving. Um, and this is a really hard one. Um, I as i spoke about, I'm dealing with some family issues of my family of origin, not my mother. I'm very close to my mom. We have a wonderful relationship. I adore her. um, So it's not her when I speak of this. Um, But it's it's been really, really hard. Um, And I want reconciliation so, so bad. And I'm praying for it diligently. But the the rest of the collective um, in my family of origin don't want to talk about it. They don't, they want it to sweep under the rug and go away. Um, and in, there can't be healing until there is honesty and accountability and of course, forgiveness um, on all parts. So that's, you know, kind of what what's really, really hard is that when you know there's been hurt, but people don't want to talk about it, they just want to sweep it under the rug and continue to go on like nothing happened. And that's just not the way I choose to live my life anymore.
1: So you know, oftentimes um, you know, trusting the process doesn't necessarily mean reconciliation. Just mm, like going back to true. the sports analogy I started mm-hmm. started with, trusting the process doesn't always mean a championship, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, that's what that means.
1: Okay, I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, yeah. You can Google Philadelphia 76ers in the process, and you know, anyway. Okay. Sorry if you're a Sixers fan. Listen to this. I know a few. Um. So you know, it, it, but it, you know, it should mean growth. It should mean um you know, freedom, right? It should you know mean healing. Yeah. And and that's really the process that I think God is is interested in um you know healing with within uh, us. Um and it also can mean a season of new things and new relationships that that give life and you know no mm-hmm. longer you not know, having to be around people that um that don't um treat you with love, right? Yes. And and you know love often re- requires truth. Love requires uh sacrifice, right? Love requires accountability. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we can end up in relationships that that um don't offer those things. In and the amounts that you know God would have for them, or we would have for ourselves, right? And again, that can change. We're changing. People are changing. Okay. Um, and so, um, you know, really trusting that process and leaning into your prayer life, um, and leaning into friends who provide. You know, we talk about food or spirit, but what covers all that is truly is love, right? Yes. Um. And the, you know, an agape sense of, of love. So, um. You know, leaning into that and what God has um, for that season, and, and trusting. Um, the journey that you're on to deepen your faith. Because ultimately we're, we want to know God more, right? It's not mm-hmm. about knowing more people or having more friends or having the most followers on Facebook or whatever, <laughs> right? We get caught up in all those things, and um, but really you know, having relationships that help move you closer to knowing God.
0: Yes. So the next one, number four, um, would be prioritize self-care. Good segue. Yeah, good segue, definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. So talking to a licensed therapist or counselor, I feel like it's so, so important. I have been doing that. For almost year and a half, two years now, I absolutely love it. We are, again, I say it all the time, we're a family that's big into that, but also be very careful with your selection. Make sure you're selecting someone who is licensed, who knows what they're doing, um, and who, you know, isn't going to do more harm than good. Um, journaling, I found that is a amazing, amazing way to process feelings, frustration. You know, I've done a lot of journaling or writing an email or responding to something that I never send. Um, And it has been very healing for me to get it out of my head and get it down on paper. Um, So I really encourage you, if you um, feel like you have some things that you just need to get out, write it down, but write in a safe place. If you do write it in a journal, make sure you kind of tuck it away. That's one of our little AA tips. Um, I don't want someone running into my uh, step work books because those probably have some pretty private information. So guard them make new friends and family. Um, And this is for myself. I'm speaking directly to myself. At the end, I'm sorry, at the beginning of of 2021, I was very, very lonely. That was the beginning of some family dysfunction and within my family of origin. And I realized that I had put so much energy into my family of origin relationships more than friendships. And I was really lonely. And so I started the beginning of 2021, Um, reading books on friendship, trying to learn how to be a good friend, trying to be very intentional of making friendships. Um, And honestly, I am so, so thankful for the amount of friends that I have. I started a prayer list the beginning of 2022 um, to pray for my friends. And I had so many friends on that page that I had to flip it to the backside um, because I couldn't fit them all on one page. And that was just spoke to how much God is filling up with my heart with more friendships and more love than I ever could have imagined and I'm so so thankful for each and every one of them um so for me self care is friendship and I am really working in that um stop holding on to the past allow yourself to make space for something new and and new people uh, and that was something that really was hard for me in the beginning i was so hurt and so angry um, that I just wanted to live in that hurt yeah. and anger.
1: Don't stay in that place. Yeah, that's, was, that's the best. I think, I think you take away is when you are hurt, yeah. whether it's family, friends, relationships, mm-hmm. you know, work, colleagues. I've been laid off twice, right? do <laughs> like for whatever reason. Like, don't stay in that place. That's not a place that God will have for you. Pray through that and find what you need to move forward.
0: Definitely. Um, create new memories. This has been something that we would really had to do. So we're coming, we've had two Thanksgivings, two Christmases, um, and many other little holidays here and there. Um, that always were centered around my family of origin and I had a huge family. So there was a birthday every month and this and that and get together. And my mom did Sunday family dinners for a a long time. Um, And so with all that being ripped away from us and and not being our choice, this wasn't our choice. um, We've had to create new traditions for us and the girls, and we've absolutely loved it. Uh, It's been so amazing.
1: And I was going to say in, Around the same time, um, because of the pandemic in large part, but also because you know my grandmother's ninety six and can't yeah. facilitate things that you used to, and and my you know, people mm-hmm. in my family are moving all over the country and the world in some cases, or we've been having to be separated because of this pandemic. Like, you no. Know, uh, traditions have shifted in my family as well. Yes. Um, you know, we're like four, I think we're four, I don't know, what, we're not five generations deep yet, but we're, we're four generations of, of people still alive from my grandmother to, you know, my kids um, being alive. my in all their extended, my cousins all have kids and my sister has kids. And so it is a lot of us, it's like probably about 50 of us. Um, but just you know, understanding that, and I heard, this is a great, I think Washington Post um, article around the holidays talked about that when some traditions end, Um, It makes room for new traditions. Mm -hmm. And every tradition that you've experienced was at one point new. At one point was a new beginning for a new family, a new new unit to have a tradition. So I know it can be hard to have these transitions. And as our elders pass away and again, people move and shift in life and things happen. Um, it can be hard to let go of the old traditions because they were wonderful, but yes. um, but then it's also an opportunity to walk into. So when I say don't stay in that place, walk into that new opportunity to make new traditions mm-hmm. and make new memories, and and that's and it can be an exciting thing. And so you know, again, embrace that, embrace that opportunity, and, and don't. Um, don't take too long lamenting or mourning what has been. Take joy in what ha- what has been. Take joy in the memories you do have. Um, even with you know with family, you might be separated from for whatever reason, physically or or you know connected emotionally, right? Um, but but make room and engage in making new memories and new traditions.
0: Yes, and on that, I do want to say what Russell just said. Something that took me a while to learn, but guys, I think it's been really valuable to me. Is that Yes, those relationships are challenged right now, but that does not take away from all of the wonderful memories we've made. I have so many memories with my family of origin that were real, that happened, that were good, that were amazing, and I try to think on those memories. Um, you know, I I I can think of Family members that picked up and did stuff, you know, not being asked. I remember that. And I'm thankful for that. And I'm going to try to choose to remember those memories and not just throw the baby away with the bathwater and it was all bad and they all suck. No, (laughs) no. There were good memories. And I am going to choose to not throw everything away. Um, I am trying to forget about some of the bad things and let that go, but I don't want to forget about the good things. So I encourage you not to take an all or nothing stance. Um, All right. So next thing is um, self-care. So I'm going to give you some tangible. I'm all about the tangible. I love me some spiritual. I love Jesus, but I also love some tangibles. So tangible self-care, okay, can be removing unnecessary anger, hurt, or pain. And I have been through this. And what this looked for me, guys, was... To unfollow, to snooze somebody on social Remove media. Remove the reminders. Remove the <laughs> reminders. You don't need to know every time someone's live or doing something. Unsubscribe from emails. Snooze people. Give someone a good little 30-day break on,
1: Facebook. on, social, on, media. on social
0: media. Yeah. You know, those things, because I got to be honest, I'd be having a good day and I'm in my, my zone and everything's good. And I sit down and I scroll through Facebook for a second. And then I see my family together on a vacation. or my sisters with my sister-in-law and none of them speak to me you know so and they're out together that's hurtful and that's just now funked up my entire day now i'm funky and moody for my husband and my children i didn't need that i needed to protect my peace and protect my space so there's nothing wrong with unsubscribing or unfollowing um it's really about you and what's going to keep you safe. Um, also, don't give out too much information because people love to co-sign some anger. And again, I'm going to tell you, this is something that I had to learn the hard way. I would get asked, how's your brother? How's your sister? Da, 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 da. And I'd be like, oh, I'll talk to them. I don't say that, guys. That was wrong. I should have never said that. That opens the door to oh, she don't like them or, oh, she ain't talking to them. Let me tell her everything they've ever done that have hurt me. And that just gives me more ammunition for the hurt that they've caused me. So in the beginning, I would say that and people would be like, oh my gosh, let me tell you what they did to me. Let me tell you what happened. And I'd sit there and I'd hear it because I'm human and because but that was wrong. I was wrong. And so now I've had to reframe and I say things like, you know what? The last time I talked to them, they were great. I heard they're doing really well. You know, I say those kind of things because I don't want to open the door. I was wrong to open that door and I don't want to open the door to help have somebody else co-sign my anger towards somebody else.
1: Misery loves company.
0: It does. So. And, and that that was <laughs> but, not helpful. Okay. So yes. Yeah, so, so if you ask me about my siblings, I'm going to tell you, oh, last time I heard, they were doing great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, number five, why don't you share this Re, one? Uh, so again,
1: uh, reframe the definition of forgiveness. So again, you know, stop holding on to the past. And, and in this you know case, the biggest and best way and really the only way you can, you know, stop holding on to the past is to, is to forgive. And, you know, your unforgiveness is not hurting the other person or, or, you know, it's only hurting you, yeah. right? So forgiveness is truly a gift for yourself and for your spirit to be, be right and be in a position to receive what God has for you. So of course, forgiveness doesn't mean anything's fixed necessarily. And forgiveness is certainly, um, in, 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 a, in this context, you know, it, it's not going to necessarily, Change another person. It can, in time, if there can be reconciliation, um, but it certainly will change you and keep your heart from from getting hardened. So, in in you know, speaking from personal experience and from family experience, it it has often taken prayer and in, in, um for an extended period of time. It truly takes a desire for you to want to forgive. You have to want to. It's not like God's going to make wave a magic wand and let you forgive. You have to want to forgive. And one of the mistakes I've made when I was younger is to decide I don't want to forgive and thinking that there was power in anger and thinking that there was safety in unforgiveness and Mm -hmm. safety in anger. Like that was going to somehow protect me from letting this individual hurt me again. And that was just a big mistake. All, Mm -hmm. All the anger did was hurt me. Um, and, and lead me down um, the road to try to find peace in places that that were did not you know provide the peace that I was truly looking for. Um, so again, it, it's a journey. It's not going to happen overnight necessarily. Although I believe God can do anything, um, but in my experience, it's taking intent, intent, and time, and, and really asking God to help me forgive, to show me how to forgive, and to take away. Um, the pain you're not going to don't you know forget and you necessarily shouldn't forget what may have happened but to take away um, um the pain you know in the in the emotional uh response and in some cases when you know can get angry you know, even though it can be a, a physical visceral response that you can have to certain people when you feel have you been wronged um or betrayed or lied about or or stabbed in the back or you know whatever whatever the case may be or cheated on right and in, in, you know mm-hmm. context of a relationship or what have you so all these things um it, it really requires um, An investment and a true desire to want to let those emotions and those feelings go.
0: Yeah. One of the things you taught me is it's okay to love someone from afar where they are. Boom. There and you go. It's it. That's yeah. it. I can love you from afar. Yeah. And you stay over there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Where you are. Yeah. Stay
1: right there yeah. where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Don't there's, come. There's Don't emergency. come if you have an emergency and you call, I show up, though. Right. Like, yes. That, like that's, that's, the, that's the thing for anybody yep. I love. Yep. Doesn't mean we're in relationship. Doesn't mean things are are right or is what we might want them to be, but at the end of the day, there is there is still love. But I can love you from afar where you are. I can pray for you from afar where you are, and, and hope and wish the best for you, right? Um, and 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 again, but that takes a heart posture, and it's yep. not. It takes work, mm-hmm. and it takes a sincere desire. Um, God's again, God's not going to force himself on us to forgive. But if we want to forgive. God will help us. God will open our heart to be able to to forgive so that we can have the emotional capacity to move forward into into new relationships and new things and just have peace and be able to sleep at night you know and and not be triggered by things or uh, events yeah. or reminders of what might have happened right to be able to really be okay with with things very true so End of sermon.
0: End of sermon. Okay. (laughs) Next point. All right. (laughs) Rebound with caution. Now, this one, guys, I was like, I don't know if I want to write this one because the rebound with caution means it sounds like we're right back in the relationship again. So I had to stop and think for a second, and like, okay, so regardless of the relationship, and if it's restored or not, I gotta choose how I'm gonna enter into further future right. relationships. Like, yeah. I can't just be like, I'm done. I'm not having no more relationship with nobody. No. Or you drag the baggage by. of the wounds from the yes. previous
1: relationship into the new relationship, yep. which sabotages the friend. new relationship, mm-hmm. right? And it's it. yeah, so.
0: So, yeah, I, I, so I want to just kind of like speak around rebounding with caution. So some of the things that I've found helpful, and this is a joke, this is, Russell can laugh at me, is that I make a list of what I want in a friendship or relationship. Mm -hmm. Now, when I asked Russell, if he did this, he's like, that's a girl thing, men don't do that. And so I say to him, I said, so you just out here willy nilly and making friends with anybody like, oh, you, oh, you'll be my friend. You'll be my friend. Oh, you won't be my friend. No, like if you don't have a list, if you don't know, like, I want a friend who's, for me, honesty is really important. Honesty um, is probably my number one. But so I I feel like it is really helpful to make a list of the things that in friendship that are important to you. Like I don't probably at this season of my life, I don't want a big friend. I don't want a friend who's a big partier. Who has to go to the club every weekend? Who wants to go wine tasting every weekend? Like, what are we gonna do? I'm not doing that with you. So, you know, just kind of being realistic um, about what kind of friendships you want. And then you got those people that are crazy that are gonna have a list six feet tall um, with unrealistic expectations that they want, whether it be in a friendship or a relationship. But please be be realistic with your list. Like, don't write down things that you're not willing to do or you're not willing to give or be in that relationship. Mm. So please be realistic and say, am I it for me? Am I an honest friend? Yes, I am now. Have I always been? Heck no, no way. Um, So I am more aware of like where I was and where I am and what I want to be for somebody else. Um, Don't expect that the relationship is going to rebound. Um, Help me out here with this one. Or be restored. Or be restored. Yes, thank you. That's the word you're looking for. Yeah. Don't expect that the relationship is going to be restored.
1: No, but even if it is come back, it's going to be different. Right. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what happens is that, you know, when there, when there is uh, you no know, brokenness, um, you know, God's going to put things, may put things back together, but it will be in a new way and it'll be in a new, a new time, a new season. Right. Yeah. Even if it's only been a matter of months, you know, something's going to have, have changed. And so, um, but you know, God can certainly, uh, restore and make better, but it's going to be, it's going to be different. And, it, and I guess in a way you would hope that it, it will be different, right? Yes. So you don't want to repeat this a, a cycle, oh, you don't want to no. get into a cycle you're in relationships that you know you leave and come back and then you're, you're damaged and there's hurt and there's wounds you want to be in a, in a new place so um you know not only just restoration but hopefully that you know but believing it can be improvement yes um and and, and more health if there's a new season for that relationship
0: mm-hmm. now there are some relationships that you probably shouldn't rebound from let's be really honest like if you're being physically abused right. if you are you know, not safe. If you're being so controlled and manipulated that you can't even go to the yeah, store, and psychological like, abuse.
1: Right. there's yeah. some
0: things that I would not suggest you rebounding or going back. So I just want to be really honest about that. Or if someone harmed you, if you have a family member that abused you, that's not a safe person for you to be around. And that's okay. You don't have to be, um, but be open to healing. And I encourage you to pray for the person that you're choosing to let go of. Really pray. I've prayed for my friendship. I pray for my um, siblings and my family of origin by name all the time, by name, by whatever. You know, their kids, I pray for if I know they're going on a trip because I've heard through the grapevine, I pray for that. Like I do pray for the people that I am choosing to let go of because I want the best for them. I don't want anything to happen to them. I want them. What I want is healing, for them and, and restoration, even just for them, not even for us, just for them. So I wanted to kind of share as we close up, and for us, if you could share this part, it's an article from Health Magazine. So it's signs that you're in a toxic relationship. So why don't you share some of those to so give sure. people an idea of what you're... So the number one, lack of
1: trust. And that's kind of, you know, trusting your gut instinct you know, or the spirit, right? Um, number two is hostile communication. So, you know, you can't have a peaceful conversation or there's got to be um, you know, a bunch of caps or exclamation marks in the email or the text. You know, or all bold, um, or or just sh- sh- outright threats. You know, and, and, and I've you know, I've experienced <laughs> I've experienced that before, and I laugh at it now because in hindsight, at the time it was even kind of angering, but also kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> but that's all another co- podcast episode. <laughs> um, controlling behaviors, right? Yeah. You know, and that's you know part of man, you know being you know manipulation, Um and then uh, you know frequent lying, um, you know, um, you know changing facts or truth. Um, you know, is it, really
0: or even half truths. Yeah, half truths or, 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 truth or
1: lies mm-hmm. by omission. Yeah. Um, you know, if you have to go down, start going down that road and questioning things and questioning yourself, um, that can be, you know, really, really signs of, of toxicity. Um, you know, all take or no give. And, you know, um, you know some some folks are just not in a healthy place. And so obviously you want to be generous. Obviously, people in life have crises and need help. But if the crisis is, <clears throat> is ongoing, if the need is ongoing, um, and that and you've helped, tried to be a friend and tried to direct people to church or to counseling or to other mechanisms for getting support to to get better. Um, but it's not it's not happening. You know, that can be it can be a hard decision, but that can you know, certainly be very toxic when um, that burden becomes that great. Um, and then that leads to the next one where you just feel drained. Yeah um and you know it can be hard and so as much as sometimes there are situations where you're you're giving and i don't believe in this whole thing 50 50 and, and all yes. that you know love doesn't keep a, a record or an account um, but when you feel drained you have to find a way to get filled back up and that hopefully is through healthy relationships and support that you have because again sometimes there are people you just need to rally around right so you have to be very prayerful and, and and lean into understanding when you can when you've been called to rally around someone and when when it's not for you right Um, And then the last one is uh, making excuses, um, you know, for their uh, behavior. You know, when you start having to defend and explain what someone else is doing, that's, you know, that's outside of your values or or how you'd like to proceed. um, Then, you know, usually that can be that can be a sign that you're in a a toxic uh, situation. You may love that person. But if you're constantly having to defend what they do to others or to your spouse or what have you.
0: Or to yourself. Um, or to Can yourself, I just say right? That? Yeah. Like, that's I, the first thing. Yeah. I defended some behaviors within my family fortune of not being included my entire life. And well, that's just how they are. And they're just closer and this and this and that. But you know what? That was just an excuse. Like I was hurt. My feelings are valid. Those things happened. Yes, they might be embarrassing or they might not be something that, you know, particularly like that I talk about, but it's the truth. And it's, it hurt me. And I've made excuses for that behavior my entire life. And I'm not willing to do that anymore. Yeah. I'm willing to just accept it. And it's okay. It's okay. I was not included. It's okay. I'll never be included. It's okay. Yeah. I will go on.
1: Just I've peace got to stop it, making
0: excuses yeah. and hoping that it will change because yeah. that's what it, I've been 43 years, it hasn't changed. Yeah.
1: So you just got to make peace with the reality yeah. and accept exactly. the reality, right? Accept the things we cannot change.
0: The courage, change, to, change. the courage to
1: change the things that we can, the wisdom to know the difference. Good right? job
0: yeah. with your little hey, AA hey, prayer, that's,
1: honey. Hey, well, um, that's how i went to, I went to a Jesuit high school, and that's where we oh. learned. That's we learned. <laughs> so so uh, I've been knowing that one. But it's hard to live out. But it it's, is. But it's a lot of power mm-hmm. um, in, in that prayer. So again, that's you can check out that article from Health Magazine, um, Seven Signs of a Toxic Relationship by Sarah Fielding. All right, so we are starting the year, still January, with the power of letting go. As always, uh, sealer wraps us up with some encouragement. What do you have for us as we conclude today?
0: Thank you, honey. So, the encouragement for today is in order to find peace, it's going to require that you let go of people instead of trying to prove your worth or truth to them. And that's a hard one to do, but I really encourage you to not try to continue to prove yourself because at the end of the day, you're really kind of just wasting your own time. Um, Learning how to leave people alone and go on with your life is a much needed skill and something that I personally have to work on. And this is a hard one for me, Um, but I'm learning that not everybody will go on the journey with you for your entire life and it's okay to let them go. Um, You have to decide to forgive. Not because the person apologized or they acknowledge the pain that they've caused you, but because your soul deserves the peace and you have no control over what people think about you or who they think you are. And if they want to hate or dislike this fictional version of you that exists in their mind, don't let it drain yourself. Okay. Keep your cup full, go where you're welcome, go where there is kindness. And I got to be honest, guys, what others think of you is none of your business and it doesn't really matter. So stay focused on God and stay focused on your own healing. Don't allow these broken relationships um, to distract you from the good that you have in your life. Don't allow dead relationships to suck the life out of you. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. See you next time.